Good evening. Thank you for coming out tonight. My story is meant for mature audiences only, so I'm going to ask you two things. First of all, do you promise not to tell this story to anyone 18 years of age or younger? If so, answer, I do. Okay. Do you promise not to tell this story to my wife? Okay. If, if so, answer, I do. Okay. My wife is Irish, and if she finds out about this story, she's either going to kill me or divorce me, and I'm not sure which would be worse. And I'm very serious about this. So in February of 2013, I just turned 60, and I was probably going through a midlife crisis. I was, I was looking for a bodacious adventure to prove my crazy, probably 25-year-old male ego. Now, ladies out in the audience, you, when you think of your significant other, maybe your husband or boyfriend, you, you think he's the most common, logical guy you know, and he would never do anything crazy or, or stupid like you're about to hear tonight. But let me tell you, ladies, every guy in every guy's brain, there's still part of this Neanderthal brain. And sometimes that Neanderthal brain will grab hold of your significant other and grab hold of his body and his mind and, and cause him to do really crazy and stupid things sometimes. You know, I know because I'm there sometimes. So, a couple weeks after I turned 60, I was out skiing at Kincaid Park, and I was on the Mize Loop, and I stopped at one of the overlooks, and I looked out onto, there was Cook Inlet and Fire Island, and the windmills were turning, it was just a beautiful day. And suddenly, it hit me. I wanted to do the crossing from Kincaid Beach to Fire Island and back to prove my crazy male ego, okay? So, I didn't want to do it by myself, so I started asking people, hey, let's do this, and I kept getting turned down. I, I don't know why. I finally asked my best running buddy, Chuck, at the school I teach. I said, Chuck, let's run over to Fire Island this summer, and, and it'll be a great adventure. And Chuck said, Niles, tell you what, I'll, let me go home, talk it over with my wife, and I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Chuck came back the next day, and he said, Niles, I'm not doing it. It's too dangerous. I was crushed. But something should have registered with my brain, like, maybe if Chuck's not doing this, Chuck's a really bright guy, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> you know? But that Neanderthal part of my brain still had control of my thinking, and it wanted to do the crossing to Fire Island. I asked a few more people, and I kept getting turned down. I finally asked my best hiking buddy, Sean Lyons, and he said yes. Thank goodness. He was the perfect, he was the perfect guy to do the hiking with. He's a hiker persona. He's written books on hiking in Alaska, and he's single and no kids. Just, just in case something happens, okay? So I started researching when and how to do the crossing. And what I found is there's three criteria. First, you want to do the crossing in mid to late summer so that the water is warm as possible, just in case you need to take a swim, okay? Secondly, you want a clear day so that you can see this white rock on Fire Island. It's, it's huge. It's about the size of a small cabin. And you want to aim for this right, white rock every single step when you do the crossing, and thirdly, and most important, you want a super low tide. So when you combine these three, you're looking at either doing the crossing either sometime during July or August, okay? So on July 22nd, 2013, Sean and I were set to do the crossing. Low tide that day was going to be a negative 8.43 feet, super low tide, and it was to occur at 1.30 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. I wanted to start hiking two hours before that, so that was 11.30 a.m. Unfortunately, we were a little late getting started, and we lost 30 seconds. <laughs> Sean started hiking in boat shoes, and they kept getting sucked off his feet. So luckily, he had a pair of uh, lace-up tennis shoes in his backpack. We went back to the shore. He changed shoes, and we started off again. 
we lost another five minutes. So initially, the mudflats are this quagmire, this ugly gray slime that has the consistency of a thick pudding, and it's 12 to 18 inches thick. Fortunately, underneath that slime, there's a firm foundation that will support your body weight. And you just pray every single step when you're slipping into the slime that that foundation will be there. And this continues for about half a mile. After that, it turns into a nice, beautiful, sandy beach that's very firm. You can walk or run, or you could even ride your fat tire bike on this middle section, and it's two and a half miles long. The last, quarter, last half mile before you get to Fire Island turns back into Cook Inlet slime. We finally reach the rock on Fire Island, and it's right at low tide. We're excited to be there. We're doing some high fives and everything, and it, we're so excited to be there. There was another group over there, and one of the guys came over and talked to us and asked us how we were doing. We said, fine, and, and he says, you heading back soon? And I said, yes, we'll, we're right behind you, and he took off. Well, the trip back is similar to the trip over. You have a half mile of muck on either side and then two and a half miles of firm sandy beach in the middle, and, and you know, it's, just, it's a beautiful day, and Sean and I are both more relaxed. We, we were following our footsteps on the trip over, and we're both taking lots of pictures, Sean more than me because he's a professional photographer, and then my phone rings. Dling, 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 dling. Oh, shit, it's my wife. <laughs> Hi, honey. How you doing? Oh, good. Good. You? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing some shopping downtown. I, sh I should be home in a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank goodness she didn't have my, or find my friends app on her cell phone. <laughs> when, you're, when you're out there doing the crossing, you, you don't see the ocean because of the curvature of the earth, so you don't see the ocean at all. And right before I got to the last little stream crossing, before I reached the beach at Kincaid, I look off to my left, and, and 50 feet away, it's 100% water. And I said, oh my gosh. I realized the tide is starting to come in again. I look back at Sean, who's 100 meters behind me, taking pictures, and I, I say, Sean, the tide's coming in. Hurry! And the little stream crossing in, in front of me that was initially a foot wide and a, a trickle of water is now five or six feet wide and, and eight, or inches, eight or nine inches deep, and no problem for me. I run across and gain some elevation, and I look back at Sean, who's still taking pictures, and I, I say, Sean, the tide's coming in. You need to hurry. Click. 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 He's still taking pictures. By the time Sean reaches the stream, it's now 25, 30 feet wide and three or four feet deep. And, and he, he takes his backpack off and holds it up in front of his chest and, and tries, starts across the stream. And he gets about a fourth of the way over. And he, he's, he looks up at me and he shakes his head. And he turns around and walks back. And I think, oh, my gosh, this, this is not good. Sean could die out there. And I'm thinking, what, what should I do? I mean, um, should I take off my clothes and, th and throw my cell phone and camera and everything in the muck and jump in and try and save him? Uh, I'm not a very good swimmer. Uh, my mind is racing. I, I think, oh, my gosh. I, I think back to a month earlier when Captain, a 42-year-old Army captain, Joseph Arrows, a Harvard graduate lawyer, died coming back from Fire Island. And I, I think, is this going to be Sean's fate? Fortunately, Sean had a better idea. He turned to his right walked upstream about 50 or 75 feet, and tried to cross the stream again. This time, the water came up to his ankles, his calf, his, his thigh, and almost all the way up to his waist. And this time, he was able to make it across. And I, I breathed a huge sigh of relief, for we had avoided tragedy on the crossing to Fire Island. Thank you.